From the wild woods of Vancouver Island, welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha, join me here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening on episode 232 of the Soda Pod. I have to say, I'm I'm getting there. I'm not quite state of sloppy level, but uh, I had lunch at a brewery today and I thought it was only going to be like an hour, hour and a half lunch. Turned turned out to be like three hours. Turned out to be like two flights and a few a few pints in. So I'm feeling good today. Unfortunately, Hoppy, not feeling so good today, buddy. I mean, we've been worse, right? I mean, <laughs> Hoppy's got the hoodie on. I tried to do my best state of Hoppy impression, you know, uh, but apparently I fucked up the headphones. Yeah, no, never headphones over. Messes with the audio. I like it though because uh, then I can actually hear myself a little bit in the room because these these are like noise canceling headphones. So again, it's probably it's my problem, right? I got noise canceling headphones by mistake. So usually I go with like one one ear free, but uh, over the hood is nice. I think it's like the happy medium. So I might just do this for the rest of the winter, to be honest. Lovely. Yeah, I'm thugged out, eh? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, So we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, Before we get into the hoppy hour and talk about the Minnesota Wilds run of games. I mean, three and no since uh, our last recording here on the Soda Pod. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to our partners, 7th Avenue Pizza and Northland Vodka. Uh, Check us out on YouTube as well at the Soda Pod. More videos coming, more beer content coming on the brew tube there. Um, I, I made some content of me, uh, making my own pizza since ah, in British Columbia right now in Canada, so far from the great state of Minnesota, it's hard for me to get my hands on some seventh Avenue pizza, though. They're partners of us here on the soda pod hoppy uh, eats enough of them for the both of us there, but I made, uh, I filmed some content of me making my own pizza in seventh Avenue, uh, gear. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to the soda pod YouTube channel. Cause there's going to be some more beer and uh, funny content like that. Love our partners there at seventh Avenue. Cannot wait in the spring to come out to, to Minnesota. And honestly, like I'm excited to see Hoppy and all our friends, but to be perfectly honest, everybody, I'm the most excited to uh, get my hands on some seventh Avenue pizza and Northland vodka. If there, I said it, it approved there. I said it. Um, and again, shout out to our friends at Northland vodka as well. It's great for Christmas cocktails, you know, Hoppy, he can attest to that. And some of their amazing uh, merchandise is uh, is unbelievable as well. As again, Hoppy can attest to that as well. And I I know I know Hoppy right now as as we're recording here. I can see he's got uh, he's got some green uh, gear hanging there behind him. It's not Northland though. It's the same colors, the Minnesota colors there. And we'll get into uh, we'll get into all that cup snake news uh here in the hoppy hour momentarily reminder though to check out mnc double every friday here on the soda pod feed brewery travels if you haven't already subscribe to the brewery travels podcast uh on its own feed uh new episodes every thursday presented by the soda pod and all things prospects minnesota wild iowa wild and uh and everything damien cox related as well go check out Judd's buds every Tuesday. Hoppy and I coming at you every Monday and Wednesday. All that here on the Soda Pod five days a week. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at the Soda Pod. The Hockey Podcast Network and the Soda Pod are proudly powered by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Use promo code THPN upon sign up for a bonus. And if you're a regular user, plug that promo code in for a weekly deal. On the other side, 
though I don't have any beer on tap because I've had enough beers from the tap today. Uh, we'll talk about our weekend, our uh, our beer related weekend here on the Hoppy Hour on episode two thirty two of the Soda Pod. First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalak. To Stalak. To Stalak. I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. Well, you all hopped out? Honestly, man, the amount of beers I've had today, I'm fucking on a roll today. Like, I haven't bumblefucked my words yet. I went, I went off script and haven't messed anything up. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. Let's go. How was your weekend? Uh, I know, again, you're not feeling too hot today, so you don't got a beer on tap. Do, do you have anything on tap? Neo Citrin, anything in particular? Yeah, Emergency. Oh, I yes. I got a, I have a bunch of Emergency Emergency in my, uh, my well, cabinet flavor. here in studio. Flavor. Uh, it's the, the orange one. Okay. I, I don't know what the flavor is. Lemon, lime, and orange. I fucking love citrus stuff, man. I eat limes for snacks, to be honest. I'm fucked up, but anyways. Oh, yeah, that is kind of fucked up. Yeah. I have not lemons, strawberry kiwi here today. Okay. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice, but hey, I'm all about the citrus. Um, Well, let's get into it. The hoppy hour here. I do have some beers to talk about, and I will talk a little bit about my adventures today, and that video will come out sometime in the coming weeks here as I film some content for that. But uh, hoppy. What was on tap for you all weekend? I saw you and Q had some good times. Yeah, man. Uh, made quite the the route up through what we'll essentially say is just the Alexandria trip. Uh, went to three breweries, two of them in Alexandria. Uh, all three breweries, solid beer and uh, pretty cool tap rooms. Like just stood out aesthetically. But uh, the first one was Copper Trail. Um like really cool, like rustic vibe, like the open, uh, like ceiling panels and stuff. I don't even know how to better phrase that, but um, again, solid Those beers, nice they, wooden beams. I, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Um, massive Christmas tree in there. They had nice. the shuffleboard, so we played that. Um, and uh, they were clearly setting up as we were leaving for a big NDSU watch party. So. I'm sure things are about to get pretty rowdy up in there. Um, then the really cool one that Q and I have already got kind of earmarked to go back and do some content in the summer when they're actually fully open. Uh, so it's called 22 Northman and okay. it's a big, like they have a ton of land and you can tell there's like a wedding venue set up and stuff, but it's basically a, a big brewery and a big uh, vineyard that are like completely separate, but both on the same property. And the beers were incredible. The you walk in and the vibe is like right in the middle. It's this big wood fired chimney. Like it's almost got like a Viking esque like going in for a meal vibe. Uh, live music, really good pizza that they make on site. But just the whole grounds there and being able to tie in both the vineyard and the brewery is pretty cool. But again, definitely more of a a summer locale. Nice, nice. Um, well, I have two beers that I had again. I was gonna. I, I got going, last one. We gotta say oh, yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so the third one, definitely the best beers. Probably the more lackluster of the tap rooms. Like just very basic. Like didn't really care. But they turned on the wild game for us. So that's all we could ask Ooh, for. As they just. Nice. Well, we'll get into it later. But as they beat the, uh, well, the team that Isha loves so so much. Um, but. 
dude, the beers were incredible. Like Ooh. all of their IPAs, like really, really good. Up like, to hoppy they, standards. <laughs> they, they had they had some pretty aggressive stouts to bludgeon us, and then I even like some of their sours. If that says anything. wow, yeah. See, like when I went to White Sales today, I I tried one of their sours, and I was like, okay, everybody here, every single staff member in the brewer himself are vouching for this. I took one sip, and I was like, <laughs> nope, sorry. Yeah. And I was like, I don't judge because I'm not a sour guy, but like, this is not the one for me. But hey, if they made a good sour, I mean, nothing but respect. Yep. So drastic measures. Everyone should try their beer for sure. Awesome. Shout out uh, drastic measures. Okay. Back to my Friday where again, I, I couldn't wait. I had two beers in the fridge. It was a, it was a long week. It was a long night. It was a, it was a lot of work. There was a lot of work to be done. And I was like, you know, I can't get through this night without drinking some beer at the end of the week. So, uh, this one is honestly one of the best beers I've had in a very, very long time. Uh, Longwood Brewing's Bell Seven Bell Saison. Awesome uh, can art. I believe it's a collaboration. Yes, it is a collaboration. So, I mean, like, it's the festive times. So, I have some festive beers to talk about here. Longwood Bayview. And what is this one? Oh, the Nanaimo Craft Beer Society. All three of them uh, collaborated on uh, on this one here, and it's it's awesome. I don't I'm not I don't know much about saisons, like even just the style at all. Maybe Hoppy could speak a little bit more about that particular style. I think I've had one before in the summer, but uh, this one it was outstanding. It, it it really was. It's uh as far as how how it looked, it was a, it was a lighter beer. It was very very clear. Uh, not a lot of color to it in particular. Um, but yeah, not too sweet, but like it had a lot of flavor to it. This this one was really, really good. And uh, number two, the opposite. And again, uh, in the Christmas spirit here, uh, Stanley Park Brewing, who are hit and miss with me. They're not uh, they're not aces like Longwood and and Phillips and now White Sales. I mean, they've been on a they've been on a streak for me here. But this one's very dark. Deck the malts. Um, and uh, pretty good can art here. Simple, but they did a good job. This is a holiday ale. And what was interesting about this one, it was heavy, man. It was heavy, but it was, uh, it almost tasted like a ginger, like a dark ginger beer, like a dark malty ginger beer. Um, there was, uh, what is it? Tangerine fig and heavy ginger. So it kind of tasted like a gingerbread house, but heavy ginger. I can't, I can't stress that enough. It was, I really like ginger beer. I'm kind of a savage when it comes to it. So I, I, I drank it pretty quickly cause I wanted to drink it while it was cold. Cause I figured warm, this probably won't be the best one. So I downed it pretty quickly, but it still satis was very satisfying, but, but coming off this one, it was like night and day. I was like, Holy fuck. Dude. I couldn't have, I couldn't have picked two you know, different styles of beer on the spectrum to have back to back. So, uh, I'm getting older. My stomach didn't really enjoy that one there, but uh, yeah, just shout out Longwood Brewing and uh, and Stanley Park. I'd highly recommend both of those for uh, any of our any listeners in BC listening to this. Which, by the way, the good folks at White Sales today super excited about the soda pod hoppy. Like they couldn't believe it because I, I came in and said like, look, I have my camera here. Do you mind if I film a little bit of the brew for some content that I do uh, for my podcast, YouTube channel, and and social media account? And they're like, you do a beer podcast, like which one like who are you i was like the soda pod i know you've never heard of us because we're 
mostly I'm a Minnesota, like 80% of our listeners are in Minnesota, but they were super excited about what we did. Uh, I got some contacts. So hopefully we'll have some guests from white sales pretty much, you know, open the doors. Like, sure. We'll, we'll talk about whatever, come back here for, to do some more content later. I didn't get a gift package care package like hoppy, but maybe next time. Um, but honestly, man, I, I talk about white sales all the time. And today there was a coffee ale. It was a coffee amber ale that I had. And my God, it, it, it rivaled the immortal toast and, and uh, dangerous men, peanut butter Porter. It was that good. And I've had coffee ales. I've had coffee stouts. I've had coffee beers before this one. I've never had one that was so like easy to drink. So flavorful not too impactful like it wasn't bitter at all and literally like you'd have it maybe like this far from your face like for those listening to the podcast maybe like i don't know like four centimeters and you could smell it was like putting your bag like putting your bag like putting your nose in a bag of uh brand new like coffee beans it was unbelievable so shout out to the folks at white sales other than the sour the blueberry blackberry rhubarb sour bleh, they're usually uh i mean they, they they almost have an a plus in my book they're like a nine out of ten there so i've been really impressed with what they've been able to do and they've only been around for five or six years and they're rivaling phillips in my books and they're just growing so fast football fans i'm sure we all love an action-packed high-scoring nfl game but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl you'll be a winner once a single point scored New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province yet, you can still get in on all the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Extended hoppy hour there. I'm buzzing. Like I said, I literally just came from uh, White Sales Brewing. There you go. There you have it. I mean, anything else hoppy? Hoppy hour related? Are we good? I mean, I, I guess it transitions well into the next segment. Yeah. Gotta so talk about all those beers. We'll get into all those beers there as we talk about the Minnesota Wild. But first and foremost. Our friends at 10K Takes. Let's get right into it, Hobby, because you were at that game. And by the way, the Minnesota Wild. Whoopa! Fucking crushed the Arizona Coyotes. Good night, Jim Kite, as Biz, Biz Nasty would say. Again, you were in the arena. How was that event? Because obviously our friends at 10K Takes, Soda Sticks, all 
media and, you know, Minnesota sports media, Twitter, just the whole community there, the whole sports community were backing this, you know, um, funny enough, like people who weren't even into hockey, but like say Gophers fans who are like prominent on, uh, on Twitter and social media, like they even came in support for our friends at 10 K for the cup snake, the world record, if I'm not mistaken, cups cup snake how, how many cups again over 200 i don't know i think it was oh no sorry over 240 feet that that's what that's what i heard on espn and it made espn it made tsn it made motherfucking hockey night in canada this is unbelievable stuff now i know i was on hockey night in canada last year shotgunning a beer nothing compared to our friends at 10k takes but again hoppy was there you were covering it how was the atmosphere there both for the, for the team, because they're buzzing right now. We'll get into more of the Minnesota wild play here on this episode of the soda pod, but just because of the whole event in itself. Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy to, I mean, you obviously knew as soon as you were there and looked down at the lower bowl, like, okay, this is why they picked this game for this event, right? Like yeah. Arizona coyotes makes a ton of sense, but dude, people in the upper deck were buzzing. Like nice. people were having a blast with it. Even the people that like, there were people up there that are like, what the heck is going on? And like, as soon as they learned, like, okay, well, yeah, I'm in like, but it, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. And like we were, cause we got tickets late. So I was like on the opposite end of the rink from the majority of the 10 K folk, but we'd make our laps between every period. We did plenty to contribute on the beer front. And I knew we were in trouble. And like, my wife was like talking to some of these people and like, she's like getting fired up about it. And we sit down and she's like, Oh, you probably need to have more beers. I'm like, uh oh. Oh hell uh-oh. yeah. Uh oh. Uh <laughs> oh. But no, man, it, it was a lot of fun. It was cool to see some of the people. Met some people that I hadn't met before. Right. Landon at Soda Stick, really cool guy. Um, of course, met up and had some fun with our boy Matt from Seventh yeah. Ave. Um, How long is too long? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that came to me out of nowhere. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, um, but yeah, that, that, it was it was a good time. And I know that like this is far from the the peak of what the geniuses at 10K are gonna do. I I'm just excited to see what their next event is. Yo, they're gonna take over the boys at 10K takes. They're in the house now. They're in the clout house. No, that's the, I mean, that's what worries me, man. They're gonna kill themselves before they do the next no, thing if they no, live no. in that house. <laughs> they're gonna surpass the Nelk boys. Just just wait and see. Uh, nothing but love there for our, for our friends and uh, congratulations to them again, like hockey night in Canada, man. I mean, boss man was on the world hockey report. Can't get, can't get any, um, can't get any higher than that. Can't get any higher than that. I love his quote in ESPN, by the way. Um, did you happen to from, see that? From in- the old one you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hold on. I gotta, I gotta quickly find that there. Uh, fill in the blank here as, uh, as I do some quick research. I mean, you can just delete it. I could. Then I have to do more. Then I have to do more editing. Uh, Here it is. Uh, Jack's pin tweet. I wouldn't want my first quote in ESPN to go any other way. All we had to do, comma, pretty much, comma, was drink. And I mean, I I think that kind of encapsulates. Is that correct? Encapsulates. After he talks about, after he brags about not bumble fucking anything. Uh, well, hey, I went in eighteen minutes and nine seconds without bumble fucking, <laughs> which is pretty good. Which is pretty good. 
but yeah, nothing but love and shout out to the boys there. That that was amazing. Now, Hoppy, were you more concerned about the snake or the game? Because though the Arizona Coyotes scored two goals, it was a pretty dominant game from the Minnesota Wilds in. Yeah, man. And I'd say it was equal concern, maybe slightly more concerned with the snake. But um, it, it was, I mean, the Wild mostly did what they needed to in that game. I think they started a little slow. There was like definitely some concern early, but they came out, did what they needed to, took care of business, were able to shut down elite goal scorer Phil Kessel. Uh, I don't know what more you can ask. Um, how excited were you to, to see your boy? See your boy, uh, despite being, you know, not in a Pittsburgh Penguin jersey. Oh, my wife was more excited than I was. She's obsessed with <laughs> Phil Kessel. That's amazing. she just thinks he's a fascinating human. Like, she, oh, like, he, saw is, a, though. he she is. saw a picture of him like not wearing hockey gear. She's like, wait, that's a that's a hockey player. I'm like, that's a professional let, athlete. Let me teach you. Let me teach you. Well, that's why. Yeah. That's how I convinced her. I brought her to the dark side. She she cheered for the Penguins with me while Phil was there, and well, now she just doesn't. <laughs> Hey, it's like uh, Big Roy Nelson in the UFC. That guy, like, <laughs> he would admit this. This isn't even me being me. That guy was fat, yet his cardio was unbelievable that he could go five, three to five rounds with, with heavyweights yeah. and knock motherfuckers out. And then he would jump on the cage after and rub his belly. Like, it was hilarious, man. It was hilarious. Someone could hide under that thing. Like, he was huge. He was short, but he was like 5'7", 260 pounds. He won the Ultimate Fighter season ten, I think, and man, he's been—he's uh, out of the UFC now. He's old, but it was fascinating to me to see this guy fight, and he fought for like ten years in the UFC. So, hey, shout out to the heavyweights. Um, all right, let's move on oh. to the Devils game. All right, yeah. You have something else? Well, Any no, other? it, it kind of goes with both games, though. Isha, Dean Evison finally fucking listened to us. <laughs> I don't know. He played Taco Cock and in back-to-back games. I, I know. I said uh, I was listening, re-listening to our Monday episode, and we were, we we're going off saying like, "Look, the guy needs reps. The guy needs to a give Talbot a rest. He needs to shake the cobwebs off." And damn, does he look good? I, th- yeah. I think he's. I think this is good. This he needed these games. It doesn't matter against who at this point. He just needs time on ice. <coughs> yeah, and it, it's good. Again, he had a good game against Arizona, and said, "Hey, he had a good game. Let's play him yep. again." And he showed up both nights, and that's that's a good start whether we continue to see it who knows but it's a good start down the path that very much needs to be laid against the fucking devil everyone needs to know that all of these different sections are literally captioned at the top with all caps w-u-h-p-a wapa wapa um, and the devils are starting to slip. I know we gave them a little praise on our last Monday episode, Hoppy. And again, like they're a good team. They still I have, stand by it. they still have two years until I think they're one of the compet, like one of the feared teams, one of the teams where, Oh, cup contention type of teams. Uh, Jack, you signing that, you know, 8 million. How many years was it? Was it eight, eight by eight? eight? Yeah. I mean, the guys played what? Like 50 some games in the national hockey league thus far. I don't know. Like 50. Or I think he's two seasons, only 50 games per season sort of thing. Like he hasn't even played like okay. a full 82-game season yet. Um, I'm sorry. Karol Kaprizov signed in, what, 9 by 5 I guess I shouldn't be saying that in this market. Still, it's a, little too, it's a little too soon. I guess they're betting on him to be extraordinary so that the 8 is well, actually a bargain like a so, Leon Dreisaitl. Well, yeah, and the, so Russo had uh, Tom Fitzgerald on 
his podcast and he said like, yeah, the, the actual stats aren't there, but the underlying numbers like put him in like the top 1% of the league and we're betting on, yeah, these things are going to come around. And if we can put the right people around him, he's going to be a huge fucking bargain. Hey, so like, I'm not going to be overcritical right now because Hey, if that turns out, it's amazing. Right. And we're all going to praise the GM. If it doesn't turn out, that's where I'm going to save all my, my ammunition for, because uh, Neil's going to get an earful from me. Uh, the devil state of mind podcast there. He was fired up. He was, did a watch along this weekend and the devil's, uh, got spanked by the Winnipeg Jets uh, the next night after the wild. And he was not happy uh, towards the end of that live stream. It's, it's uh, honestly yeah. just go even watch the last five minutes of his live stream on the hockey podcast network, YouTube channel. It's, it's worth the, uh, I mean, there's not even a price of admission. It's free. So go check it out. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Hartman though, with three points in that devil's win for the Minnesota wild. He is second in scoring on this team. Hoppy 21 points in 24 games, 13 goals. He leads the team. Yes. He, he has more goals than Kirill Kaprizov. He has more goals than Marcus Felino and Eric Sinek. I, I say that tongue in cheek because it should be Fiala, right? Ha ha ha. But anyways, what a, what a stud. What a game. I mean, the no bucket challenge coming from New Jersey. I forget who the player That's was. such a stupid fucking rule. Oh, That's my so God. goddamn Look, dumb. I agree because I just want to see the guys go. But I love how just like, again, if Hartman wasn't on my team, I would be ripping on the guy. But he's oh, on I'm the not team. Ripping I on him at all. He no, did no, the I right know. thing. I know, but like, still, I just, I wish he just would have fucking fought him anyways. And that's my old school hockey. But because like I'm cheering for the wild, I want them to win games. And I want, I want this run to continue so that these podcasts are a lot funner to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm living in a dark hole in Vancouver Canucks Twitter right now. Any positivity coming out of the Minnesota wild just like warms my soul. I, uh, I was just, I was smirking. I was laughing. I was like, this is such a rat fucking Hartman thing to do. Like I'm, you know, I'm going to go, we're going to go with the power play now. So, uh, fuck you, man. Like, I'm not going to fight you. I don't have to fight you. I don't blame him for that, but yeah, I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that you penalize someone for taking their helmet off in a fight. That was very, uh, Sadine esque, you know, Daniel or Henrik would have done that for sure. Cause they ain't fighting anybody. They're going on the fight. Yeah. They're going on the power play. They're doing They they, they would absolutely be in a scenario where they could pass on a fight that they're in. Hey, it's probably happened. I I, I guarantee the city has probably Shut drawn a penalty up. that way. They probably they have, have. They have they have never lined up to fight someone. Never. Maybe lined the two up. of them against one person. <laughs> and they probably still couldn't win. But that's not what they were paid probably for. Not. And by the way, they weren't even paid, you know, to what they were <laughs> worth. I mean, they were hundred point players for like three, four years in a row, making like a six million dollars a year. It's, that's why we love now, them. Now that's nowhere near the funniest thing that happened in that game. Because Continue. the funniest thing that happened in that game was Bugstead absolutely <laughs> just, ah, PK Subban. Beautiful than a motherfucker. PK Subban didn't sleep well that night. That's for Oh, sure. man. PK Subban is not sleeping well at all this season. And oh, what? And then he, okay, so anyone that didn't see uh, yeah. Bugstead at the end of the game, because everyone was getting pissed that he made an attempt at a shot where, like, he was maybe milliseconds off from the end horn. Yeah, he almost scored a goal pissed. there. He almost scored another goal. Right. And and so P.K. Subban's coming at him at the end of the game, and he does a little fake slew foot oh, motion yeah. towards him, and he just lost it then. And then, of course, 
PK Subban, all he can think of is, oh yeah, guess what? I'm gonna go prove these fuckers right. Decides he's gonna slew foot Nikolai Ehlers the next game. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Subban for real. This is bullshit. Hey, careful what you say, but um, the I mean the Winnipeg Jets they spanked the New Jersey Devils, so he got what he was. You know, he there there was some retaliation there. Um, on the scoreboard side, like at but what, at what point does this become like a real problem? Like he is like when does George Peros really doesn't take it seriously? Yeah, when does George Peros not just step in and hey, like we're not we're not just slapping a fine on you? Like you are suspended twenty games. Bye bye. Like there's got to be some level of suspension if he's going to keep slew footing people. Is I don't no, know. how I, many slew footers? It. It's been six this season. No, right. there might be even more. I've counted six. Right. So is that not twenty games worth? I think I, so. I think so. I don't know. I, I think, I and especially if it came out of nowhere, like if George Peros on Monday just slapped it there on the New Jersey Devils and PK Subban, twenty games, bye bye, enough's yeah. enough. I think you know, fuck it, <laughs> twenty games and a ten thousand dollar fine because that's how the NHL does it. It's so fun, dude. Sorry, five thousand dollars, five thousand. Yeah, let's not get crazy here. Now, now, on the flip side, talking back to the wild in this game, I, I just want anyone listening, if you're part of the problem, to be aware. Like, I, I want to be fun. I want to be an optimist. And, like, so many people on Twitter, like, force me and pull me back towards, like, being the pessimist and being the voice of reason. Because, don't get me wrong, it was pretty cool to see Kirill Kaprizov score that goal. I was pretty happy when I watched it. Had I not seen the game and only looked at Twitter... I would have assumed that this was the greatest goal that's been ever scored in the history of the NHL. Like JT Holy Miller's goal. fucking shit. Like JT Miller's goal. Right? JT Miller's goal Vancouver was Canucks. infinitely better, and it was talked about far less. Yeah, that shit was like Pavel Bure style. I get being excited about your boy, and I'm happy that Kaprizov has really done a good job to turn around his season from the start, but people need to chill out. Like, calm down. Bring them back down to earth, Hoppy. That's your role here. You're not the Debbie Downer. You know, there's there's people who there's there's people on Twitter who've been crowned the Debbie Downers. Everyone knows who they are. There's some people who are over excited, you know, over eccentric. And you know who you are, and those people know who they are as well. You're the realist here, and that's why that's you know that's why I work with you. You bring me back down to earth as well, <laughs> except for the Sadine stuff. It's slanderous the way you talk about them, but that's okay. I call them pussies. I've never said that oh they're not good gosh. at hockey. They would still beat the shit out of you, man. I'm just saying. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> you should set higher standards for your studs. I mean, if push come to shove, Daniel probably <laughs> could have beat, could have knocked Brad Marchand out. Like, let's be honest. He's a bigger guy. Ah. He wanted to win the hockey game. He didn't want to beat him up. But if this was like the 70s, uh, Daniel Sedin, he would have punched him right out. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, I know you're in a dark place right now. I'll just let you have it. Yeah, please let me have it. Like, <laughs> it's god awful, man. It's terrible. Like, <laughs> like honestly, I had to. I had to take a break from Canucks Twitter on on when or just Twitter all itself on Saturday because it's just. I knew playing the Penguins. I knew they were gonna lose. They did lose. I'm done. Like I just can't. I couldn't. It was so bad. And you know what's worse? Yeah. The people who think that are still on Jim Benning's side. Like, I gave Jim Benning five years of rope. Six, year six and seven, I was like, okay, this is the time where, you know, the fruits of the labor have to present itself. You know you know where I've come to the conclusion, Hoppy? There was no labor. No labor, thus no fruit. 
it's the way it Fair is. Enough. We're done. Time to turn the page. Apathy. I don't give a fuck about trade the team everyone. Right now. Trade everyone. I'm no, not you. everyone, but like make some hockey trades and just change the management. Flip so what do you want? What do you want in a return for Quinn Hughes from New Jersey? Quinn Hughes is the only untouchable. <laughs> I'd rather trade Pedersen than Quinn Hughes. I know That's that because you like have flat out said, let's trade Pedersen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for again, for a hockey trade for another center, like you do a little center swap. What will it take for me to convince you that Fiala is a center? That what? That Fiala is a center. He's not a center. It's not going to happen. Fiala might move for JT Miller, maybe a Brock Besser, but I would absolutely trade him with something for JT Miller. But we've discussed that at length. It's not gonna happen. What would you? What would you realistically like? Not from the wild per se, but like, what would you accept in a return for Pedersen? I mean, the Wild don't have a center. I, I literally just said, don't worry about the Wild. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> like, listen. It would ha- <clears throat> Erickson maybe Ek- you should maybe you should get rid of your fucking hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Erickson Eck. Uh I said not the wild. What what are you doing? Oh, you'll give up. Oh, sorry, not the wild. Any like anything else for Pedersen? Yes. Like what are you looking for in a return oh, just for another, Pedersen? Like, that's, another it, cent- that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh another center. Like a center swap. Yeah, but okay. I, what caliber are you looking for? Like, are you basing it off of Pedersen last year, this year, somewhere in between? Like a a one A or one B center, someone who could either be a second liner or a first liner on a Canuck style team. But like a bona fide second liner, like you know who's putting up at least seventy points. Okay, so Chandler Stevenson. No, not Chandler Stevenson. It hits every box that you just gave for me. <laughs> Um, okay. you know, something like that. Put it. It just it can't be a player in picks anymore because the Canucks are too far from that. You know, they've been rebuilding for eight years. It's the the time for picks is gone. It's not going to help them in the immediate. They need to make some hockey trades. Do you really think that there are hockey trades to be made right now that will make you a playoff team? No, I think yeah. for them to be a playoff team, they have to fucking change the entire management group and coaching. Like they have to start there before even they do anything on the ice. Like okay. hockey trades is when the new management is in place and puts their stamp on the team. Right now, Aquilini's got to hire a president because right now Jim Benning is the president. He's the president and GM, so there is no president. Aquilini's basically the president. He needs a president of hockey ops and he needs a general manager. They need an entire new coaching staff. Like, Nothing against Travis Green. They have to flip. They have to clean the entire house. So don't you want that done before any trades are made? Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. But I mean, ideally, I I don't think that's going to happen though. I think that this Aquilini is going to allow Benning to make one or two more moves before before it's over because I don't think they're firing anybody in season. I think they're going to wait till the end. But anyways, lovely, lovely. There's a lovely. lot. Yeah, there's Whoop-a! a lot. Whoop-a. There's 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 a lot here. I'm very depressed, as you can hear. Um, even better though, from what again, I go back to the wild just to smile <coughs> because I'm just so sad when I think and talk about the Canucks. I'm just so negative. Um, what a shootout win against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Toronto, I give them a lot of shit 
they're buzzing this year. They're having a tremendous regular season. Um, I know Marner got into it with uh, uh, Muzzin in practice. I saw a clip on Twitter there. I think Muzzin like hit him a little hard, and you know, Marner wasn't too happy about it. And then had to uh, medical staff had to look at him there. So it's actually good to see again. I'm taking my bias out of it here that practices in, in that locker room in particular, they're not just all raw, raw. Like there's still hard practices there where guys are actually playing hard yeah. against each other, even in practice. So doesn't matter what the team is again, all bias aside and my hate for Toronto aside, like that, that's good to see. That means they're all focused on winning first and foremost and proofs in the pudding, man. I mean, <laughs> I do think soup is the dumbest nickname in professional sports but i'll take it over just put you know shortening the name and throwing y at the end of it you know so <laughs> um but yeah in all seriousness a great win from the minnesota wild against the toronto maple leaves a hard-fought game there and uh fiala i don't want to say snake bitten overall because the, he has been putting up points as of late but five shots in that game and he was very noticeable in a bunch of areas didn't get any uh, points points up. And I think that's just been kind of the narrative with him all season. Only, only wild player that didn't score in the shootout. I know, right? So I, I don't perfect. know. First and foremost, like, do you think there's anything wrong with Fiala? Or do you think it's just one of those years? One of those years where you're doing everything right, but just the puck's not going in all the time. Yeah, you grip the stick a little bit tighter. You try and force it, make things happen that aren't there. And for him, I mean... He's always been a guy that's been inconsistent, but now he's like consistently just not like putting up points. It doesn't mean that he's not having good games. Like you said, like he's putting up shots, doing a lot of the right things, but it's going to keep on wearing on a guy like that. He's in a contract year. Like he knows like where he sits with the organization because Bill Guerin's pretty fucking blunt and goals, only three goals. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I, I just don't know. Because now he's, like, putting himself in a spot where what is that next contract? Like, maybe he's not going to make what he hoped he was going to make. Or it's not going to be easy for Garen to trade him if that's the best end point for everybody. And I know soon we'll be bringing on, uh, uh, hopefully bringing on Paul Fletcher to have a little bit of, uh, well, a little bit of jousting around uh, Kevin Fiala, stay or go, whatever. I- but. Like, uh, do, sorry, do you sorry. want him to stay? Do you want him to stay, Isha? I thought you were going to say, uh, we're assuming we're bringing on JT Miller, and I was going to absolutely like just fucking go at you. But um, do I do want him to stay. I do. I, I do. And I like the player. And I just, again, like something's got to give. And he's still so young where there's, there's so much hockey. There's so much of an NHL career ahead of Fiala. Let's, let's keep him in Minnesota so that when he pops, it's here. Unless you can okay. get a top center in return, then by all means trade him. But so, like, <laughs> but what happens then? Like, how are you making that work with the cap? Oh, man. Well, you hope that some of these young players can replace the guys who are like two, three million dollars. So, who are you letting go? What's, uh, how much is like, uh, Frederick Gujo, for example, though? It's like, Gujo's one... making 1.2 mil for the okay. next two years. All right. Well, like you could do without someone like that. I'm just someone has to play for him. That's literally making the same amount of money or less, right? Not much. 
No, I'm just saying, well, it's, it, you're shaving as much as you can in a, in a cap world. You need world. to shave there's the bigger ones. Like, sure, like Jordan Greenway, not going to be oh, here. Oh, no, yeah, Jordan Greenway's likely. gone after this that's year. That's $2 sorry. Million, but still. I'm, I'm, I'm like, sorry. Well, that, with, I mean, that's a good amount to start. Buyouts, Kulikov, with the he can get, Kulikov can fucking get the fuck out of Minnesota. I'm done with that player. Goligoski, as much as, look, as much as I love Goligoski, your boy Goga, fourth in points on this Minnesota wild team right now, which is unbelievable. His $4 million is going to be off the books too. 5 million and that 5 million whatever. planned that he's probably going to make a lot less moving forward. So, you know, the, there's that, there's that it, it's going to be tough, man. And it's not going to be easy. No one said this was going to be easy. Um, I mean, Ryan Hartman putting up the points that he is right but now. All the things you're talking about right now, Isha, that's to make up for the Suter and Parisi buyouts. That goes up by eight mil. <laughs> yeah. So all these things you're talking about, that's just to break even. Then you got to also consider trying to pay Fiala. Well, the thing is, like, if they're going to trade him, they still want to bring in a legit player. So how can you do that even under this situation? I, that's why I think JT Miller is perfect. He's not, I mean, his contract's up soon. He's only going to get paid too. He's got one more year after this. What? Really? Is that usually yes. what happens as guys Buddy, in their 30s when you're, are okay, but When you go from being like a third to second line player to a point per game player consistently, you get paid like a point per game player and your agent I've, pushes for that. I think you've got foggy memory with him or just didn't pay attention to him at all until he got to Vancouver. I paid attention for the most part. Because he was not a third-line player in New York. Sorry. No, no. Okay, fine. He was a second-line player. I I think he was their best center when they had him, but... I think you got the the foggy glasses on there, my friend. Oh, I had to fucking He was good. Him. Don't get me wrong. And he is he good. Look at him now. Yeah, but still... Just, just because things didn't work great for him in Tampa doesn't change anything. Sure, but it's that it's what the situation that he was in got him the contract that he's on right now. Now he's going to make at least three to four million dollars more per season. What? Yes. You think that he's going to make eight mil in his next yep. deal? Oh, hundred percent. Well, that's what he's going to ask for. A hundred percent. He's a point per game player, Hoppy. He's a top center or top winger in the National Hockey League. That's eight million in this year in this in this age of the National Hockey League. Watch, watch. I'll watch. And you think he's going to be in Minnesota? You think his because he's no, going to be don't cheaper think than Fiala? I think, it, I think it'd be great. No, they'd be the same. But uh, I think he's going to make eight million dollars. That that's fine. Guess what? If you bring him in right now and get him as something for Fiala, you have him this year and next at an affordable rate. And by then, you've got Rossi, Huznadinov, or both ready to play. You just need to get through this gap where you don't yep. have money to pay people. Exactly. I'd be fine with just this year and next year having Miller at five million. That'd be fine. I can't. I'm like I'm nodding instead of saying yes because like I don't want to agree with you. Because fair I'm, enough, we can I'm move on without you man, verbally but... confirming. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So we're put a bow <laughs> on Minnesota Wild talk here. Um. Again, a great hey, run. Three for and them. zero since we last recorded, but six and zero. Oh, in total right now on their streak insane on, insane man hey i said it last week and I'll, I'll say it until the streak ends they're the team to beat in the motherfucking central division I, I do have to add if all of minnesota wild twitter is making comments about how 
we're living rent free in Toronto fans' heads. I think it's the reverse then. I think they're living rent free in your heads. If you're going that nuts about it, like they're donkeys, just leave them be. Let let them hmm. sit in their corner of Canada Wait, and have have time to themselves. You're talking about Toronto, not Drew Doughty, right? Yeah, uh, one and the same. One and the same. Boom. <laughs> um, two, all right. two things that Isha hates that are living rent free in Minnesota heads. There you go. There you go. I, I don't hate Drew Doughty that much, but you'll anyways. hate him when he's on Team Canada. Oh yes, I will. Honestly, I'm going to hate Mark Andre Fleury more than more than him when they bring him in instead of Cam Talbot. Yeah, how, but anyways, how about uh? Braden Holpe, could he maybe be the goalie? Dude, shut the fuck up. Stop. He's, he's looked good recently. Stop. Shut the fuck up. He's looked good. No. I mean, yeah, he looked good, but no, he's not. He, no. Do you want him or Fleury? Yeah. I want Cam Talbot. <laughs> not, not, but if you had to pick between Holpe and Fleury for uh, Team Canada. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather put on the pads, man, than just fucking roll the dice. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I'm sure the rest of Canada wouldn't though. Um honestly that that's a hard one. Flurry. Ooh, wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't um, I hope that. the hockey, I hope the hockey troll doesn't listen to this one. He's gonna fucking rip me if he does. But um uh last thing I want to talk about, and it's just it's just this never ending shitstorm here and I, and I'm not even talking about the Blackhawks, which is a never-ending shitstorm, you know, on their side too. You know, now kind of going back, pushing back against Kyle Beach's party, and I mean, it it's a whole debacle there. If you want to continue to follow the story, you know, go go and do so. Uh, Rick Westhead still uh, reporting on it, but the never-ending shitstorm that is Evander Kane. It, it's crazy again that this guy was leading the San Jose Sharks in points last year. How he had a pretty much a career year last year. So on the ice, his play wasn't really affected personally. I mean, there were some team issues there. It's not like this guy, you know, had an, a, a, an addiction problem that like affected him physically. Right. Where like we see in some fresh sports with like alcoholism or like cocaine addictions or whatever will physically diminish the, the players play on, on, I guess on ice, on the pitch or whatever the field and then all the other stuff comes out. It's like Evander Kane is still playing high-level hockey, yet this guy, well, he hasn't played yet this year, though he did report to the Barracuda uh, organization um, in San Jose of the AHL upon being waived by the San Jose Sharks. Some footage came out, and again, there was a statement um, from his agent right after kind of explaining away uh, the severity of you know, someone leaked some footage was leaked and someone put together um, a little compilation of Evander Kane yelling, you know, cussing at his wife. Um, and then one scene of him actually, you know, pointing a gun to the ceiling of his garage and then back at his wife who seemingly was recording it and posting it via like an Instagram story. Uh, again, his agent, you know, quote unquote, cleared things up. Um, it's still pretty foggy. But uh, I, I just I'm at the point with this player hopping, and I think everyone is, and even the authorities that like there's enough smoke around Evander Kane right now where like there's fire in pretty much all situations. And what a fall from grace! I mean, this guy, all the talent in the world, and probably could have been something great in the National Hockey League, given there's all this shit going on in his personal life, and he's still able to play to an insane ability in the NHL. Yeah, I I think you just convinced me that like it's best for everyone. If he just goes to Chicago, 
Honestly, I don't even think he deserves Chicago at this point. I think he deserves KHL. Like Nova Kuznets. Uh, or, or, I mean, and I'm being tongue-in-cheek. He probably doesn't deserve to make a dime or a, another million playing professional sports given... You know, everything oh, that he's there's, done. There's here. no morals in the KHL. He'll make money. Uh, yeah, I know that. But uh, you make rubles, not fucking American dollars. But yeah, um, man, just what a what a shitstorm. And I don't think he plays in the NHL again, unless it's Chicago, which looks tongue in cheek here. We're joking about it, but like it could happen. It could happen. I don't think Aquilini is going to be that stupid. And I've heard these rumblings that he obviously wants to come home to Vancouver. I'm sure the Roxy downtown is thrilled at the ideal right. idea of Vander Kane coming back to Vancouver. But um, in all seriousness, like I don't want this guy, you know, in the organization that I follow, no matter how crazy it is right now. And I don't think he deserves uh, to step on National Hockey League ice anymore. So I hope he doesn't get another chance because he's had second, third, fourth chances in the NHL. You know, he's fucked up in Buffalo. He's fucked up in Winnipeg. Um, and, uh, and he's, and he's clearly fucked up in San Jose as well. So I, I'd like, I'd like just to not hear about Evander Kane again, kind of like Jake Vertanen now in the KHL, um, you know, uh, who, who's that other scumbag you played for Vancouver? Who, oh, like, leaked, not leaked Vancouver, the, was it? Or Washington. He played yeah, for Vancouver yeah. for a little bit though. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. And now I can't oh, think of the name. Fucking. Oh. Oh. a douchebag. I, I actually like I went to high school with one of the with a girl who he leaked photo of it was it was nuts. Nice. Close to home. Yeah. Vancouver. He played for uh, the Vancouver Canucks for one season as well. But yeah, he's a scumbag yeah. playing in the KHL as well. So again, Vander Kane, hope you rot in the KHL. You uh you are a stain on British Columbia and uh and all the and all that is good of this province. Um last but not least, uh Minnesota Vikings, Hoppy. Uh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, really, nothing of note. Just no. standard weekend. Yeah, standard weekend. Not a whole lot to talk about here. No, fun game. You know, I I enjoyed myself. Real fun. Yeah, real real fun. Um, what a fucking joke! <laughs> like, Two points. Like it's it's the most fitting Minnesota weekend. Granted, at least the the Wild, the wild. pulled out the win, right? You see that ten k uh, meme. Where it's like uh, there's like a um, a cut on like just an, an arm like a cartoon arm and the band aids the Minnesota Wild logo and the the cut is the Vikings <laughs> and they're like every weekend. <laughs> hey, at least there's something for now. But I mean, dude, they they really blew that game and thank God they were able to come back and or maintain it and win in the shootout. But dude, the Vikings just brought everything back full circle to what Minnesota fandom is and. Of course, they they lose to the only team that has yet to get a win on the season. It's just a shitstorm. And I think what's clear, because I don't know if everyone's up in arms about Kirk's play. I'm pretty sure at this point everyone's fed up and done with Zimmer. Dude's got to be fucking done. He's got. Do you give give the thumbs up or thumbs down to Kirk though? I mean, I if you just look at. The stats he put up on the day, it's hard to give him a thumbs down. So we'll give the soft up. We'll give the soft up as we uh, post it every week on the soda pod. Um, Yeah, I can't say I watched much of the game. I just saw the score uh, after meeting up with Hoppy here uh, before we started recording. And uh, he's like, oh, no, it was uh, was fine. It was a fine game. I look at the score and oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I thought you knew I was being sarcastic. 
it's hard to tell these days. And you know, the more we get to know each other, actually, the harder it is for me to tell. <laughs> that's a problem. That's that's not how it's supposed to work. I know it's it's in reverse there. Um, but again, glad it's it's been a bad season for uh well, it's been a bad weekend for the Vikings, it's been a bad weekend for the Canucks, but it was a great weekend for the wild. 6-0, 3-0 since the last soda pod uh, recording last Monday. Let's keep that streak going here. Um, thank you to those tuning in on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Folks, the best thing you do for us this week, any week, is to give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. If you're joining us for more hockey content, go listen to our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, please download the episodes before you listen, as it just helps our business. You can follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod. You can follow Hoppy here at State of Hoppy. And of course, the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. All right, buddy. I hope you feel better. I hope you feel better. Um, it was all those beers from the Cup Snake. I'm telling you. No, McGolden's never hurt anybody. McGolden's never. Oh, so it wasn't Miller Lite there at the arena? Fuck no. I just wanted to see your face there. I would, I would not, I would not do that even to support our friends. Attend. Really? Oh no, come no, on! No chance. Hoppy, I would drink the nasty ass sour that you guys will all see on our YouTube channel, the the Soda Pod. Sure, uh, I would, I would do that too. I just wouldn't do Miller Lite. My God, my oh. God, I am, I am disappointed in in you, State of Hoppy. I am disappointed. Just don't think uh, you appreciate how awful Miller Lite is. I. I don't, but hey, maybe maybe you'll convince me otherwise. Um, <laughs> I don't want to convince you. That means you're drinking it. Don't. No. Just trust me. I mean, I, I have to drink it again now uh, because I don't remember uh, it being this bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I think, like, I think just the fact that Miller Lite exists is why I'm sick right now. Like the Canucks, so bad. All right, signing off. I'm Isha Jeromey alongside the State of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. You good? No, but... <laughs> Don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild. <laughs>